Hello, and welcome to the Big Egg Joshi Podcast, the podcast dedicated to Joshi both new and old Joshi promotions. My name is Kay. Uh, for today's episode, we'll be covering Narai Takahashi's promotion, Seedling. So you can't start talking about Seedling without first mentioning the stardom incident, which is in reference to an incident between Yoshiko and Akiyasukawa, where Yoshiko shoot-punched and broke Ak's face. However, the incident itself was just the final escalation point in a backstage sort of struggle over the direction Sardom was to uh, take between Nanai Takahashi sort of wanting to keep it and have it more of an old school promotion, kind of like Seedling is currently, and Fuka and Rossi, who wanted to go in a more idol-focused, sort of look-based direction. What's important to remember about all of this, though, is that Yoshiko herself was rather young and was also in a very bad spot as she was friends with ACT, but also was Nanai's handpicked protege. So she had a lot of pressure on her, and uh, she just it, it, this was sort of an escalation point. It wasn't really uh, a good thing, and most of it could have been avoided, but it just it was a terrible thing. Um, I mention all of this because it was uh, just a big deal at the time. Uh, Act has since forgiven Yoshiko. Uh, she's at least on two different occasions mentioned that she's forgiven Yoshiko for the, the whole ordeal. So you can take that how you want on the situation itself. Um, but Yoshiko herself, uh, every time it's brought up, she uh, usually continues to apologize to people, even to this day, whenever it's brought up by anybody, really. Uh, she apologizes. Uh, she's not very happy with herself and constantly mentions that. Uh, it's unfortunate, though, because Yoshiko now has... It sort of carries with her, and nowadays... Uh, she's trying to do everything she can to sort of reverse that sort of thing and prove that she's not this monster. Um, and some of that you can even see on social media, where uh, it seems like a lot of kids, especially little girls, look up to her. She has a lot of little girls like, on her shoulders, like that. It's just uh, an unfortunate thing all around for everyone involved, and it was completely avoidable, which is, the I think, the bigger, more important thing I take away from it. So with that said, we can move on to the promotion's history. So, not too long after the incident itself, uh, Nanai departed from stardom, she formed Seedling with a fellow wrestler Natsuki Tayo, who Nanai knew back from her days in AJW. Uh, Tayo herself also had a bit of a journey, uh, also wrestled in stardom for a bit there as well. The first Seedling show took place at the Kurikan Hall on August 28, 2015, and featured Kotori, Manami Toyota, and Yumiko Hoda versus Arisa Nakajima. Amy Sakura and Horio Matsumoto in the semi-main event, and Ayaka Homada and Nanai Takahashi versus Amazing Kong and Mako Satomura in the main event. Uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good show overall. Uh, first show especially in Korkin Hall, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, Yoshiko, who had retired after the incident, uh, came out of retirement to return to wrestle for Seedling and made her return date on March 7th, 2016 in a match with Nanai Takahashi herself in the main event. In early 2017, however, Arisa Nakajima, who left JWP following its closure, would sign with Seedling and debut on January 26, 2017's Korokan Hall show in a big-time event against, oh, Nanai Takahashi. Seeing a pattern here with Nanai, she sort of likes to put herself in the main event a lot. Uh, Seedling would also resurrect the Neo style of high-speed matches with the fast two-count and delayed three-count. Uh, the ten, in the 10 minute time limit and the need to use a high speed move like a Herkarana or something to pin the opponent. These matches would also be res- refereed by Natsuki Tayo herself, the first ever high speed champion in Neo. So it's kind of a big deal that they sort of brought that back because no one really does 
the original high speed style anymore. Even Stardom sort of just does as a fast match and less of the sort of rules in place that made high speed more unique. Uh, the promotion itself is still very, very new, so this is sort of about as much as I can cover about it. There's not a whole lot that's happened with them. They've only existed for about four or five years. Uh, so to, for that, I'm, not, so I'm gonna move on to the, um, the championships. So the first title is the Beyond the Sea Championship. This is their first, uh, their major singles belt. And the first champion was the Nai Takahashi, who beat Orisa Nakajima in the finals of a tournament to crown the first champion. Uh, Risa Nakajima herself holds the defense record at 4, and the current champion as of this episode is Yoshiko. The next belt is the Beyond the Sea Tag Team Championships. Uh, these are obviously their tag belts. The first champions were a team called Borderless, which is the team of Yoshiko and Rina Yamashita. And the current champions are Yoshiko and Hiroya Matsumoto, who also hold the defense record at 5. So with that, we're going to move on to the wrestlers. So Seedling has a small roster, uh, pretty small. I think it's about maybe nine wrestlers in total. That I, um, so I'm only going to cover the three major ones, the sort of three important ones to pay attention to. Uh, so we'll start with Yoshiko. CJ debuted January 23rd, 2011, was trained by Nana Takahashi, Fuka, and Yu Yamagata. Her signature moves are the diving senton, and uh, boot, boot scrapes to the face. She's a brawler, uh, so she's a really big brawler type, uh, built like a tank. Usually it's treated like she's built like a tank as well. Um, as I've mentioned before, the incident and everything, she had a, she's had a long journey, uh, a couple years now at this point, uh, of trying to get forgiveness from the people, uh, from both fans and some of the people involved. Uh, Act has, again, like I said, since forgiven her on two different occasions. Uh, she's done, I think, as much as she could possibly do to show that she's uh, not happy that she was that way and genuinely feels bad for the whole situation. It was just a really messed up situation. Uh, but you can take that how you will, obviously. It's, everyone has sort of different feelings on the situation. So with that, we'll move on to some of her recommended matches. So the first one I recommend is Arisa Nakajima versus Yoshiko from January 24th, 2020. The Seedling Beyond the Seed title match between Yoshiko and Arisa Nakajima from, I'm sorry, the the best friends Arisa Nakajima and Tsukasa Fujimoto versus Hiroya Matsumoto and Yoshiko from June 26, 2020, and then the Seedling Beyond the Seed title, Yoshiko versus Arisa Nakajima from July 26, 2020. Uh, I sort of specifically mentioned them in this order because I highly, highly recommend you watch them as a trilogy in order from the newest, from the oldest to the newest as they tell this great story of Yoshiko and Arisa Nakajima, and I think they add more to the match as a result. So moving on uh, to Nana Takahashi herself. She debuted July 14th, 1996, was trained by Animal Hamaguchi and Ikuto Hideka. Ikuto Hideka. Her signature moves are the Nana Rocker, Refrigerator Bomb, and Rizoku Bakudan, which is a really interesting name. Um, she's a overall great wrestler, a legend who started in NAJW, uh, well, Grant Dorn towards its latter years, but she's uh, well-regarded, but also has been known to have a bit of an ego, and has butted heads with quite a few prominent names. The, I think the most notable one is uh, Asuka, or Kana, as she was known back then. Uh, there's just a lot of history between the two. Uh, also a lot of history between her and several other people, uh, Meiko Saramura being one. 
so some of the recommended matches for her would be the Seedling Beyond the Sea title tag title match between Hiroya Matsumoto and Yoshiko versus Meiko Satomura and Anai Takahashi uh, from July 11th, 2019. Um, and then the, the Seedling Beyond the Sea title match between Takumi Roha and Anai Takahashi from May 29th, 2019. Moving on to Arisa Nakajima, she debuted January 3rd, 2006. Was trained by Sachi Abe and Minami Toyota. Signature moves are the Cutie Special and the Dragon Suplex. She is one half of the best Joshi tag teams in, mo- in the modern era, as far as I'm concerned, with Tsukasa Fujimoto known as the Best Friends. Uh, probably my favorite tag team. Also, she's cons- I consider her one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. She's just incredibly good. Uh, has this really incredible big match switch sort of thing where so when she gets into a big match mode and flips that switch she produces absolute amazing matches just great great matches uh she also has a blood feud or i guess still has a blood feud maybe with Anai takahashi that has led to two amazing matches one of which uh, i'm going to be mentioning right now as i go into the recommended matches so this one would be the seedling beyond the seed title match a hair versus hair match between Orisa Nakajima and Anai Takahashi. So, for a bit of context, hair versus hair matches are pretty big deal in Choshi, and usually are, do- are done with in intense blood feuds. So, like you don't see them randomly on a show like you do here in, in America and stuff. They're usually done uh, because the feud has gotten so personal. The often main event shows, even without belts involved, even when there's a belt involved, it'll also potentially main event a show. Depends on who's involved. And sort of the the reason why it's so important is it's seen as you putting as them putting their beauty and marketability on the line. So if you know if they're bald, you can't really put them in front of a poster and sell tickets, right? So it's seen as a big deal because Joshi often in promotional materials, especially, is a luck based thing. And this is a match from November second, two thousand nineteen. I really really recommend this match. Go go watch it if you can find it. It's great. Uh, the next match would be the Beyond the Sea title between Orisa Nakajima and Asuka slash Veni, uh, she goes by either name, from June 13th, 2020. Also a very, very good match. I think a very big breakout match for Asuka herself, too. So Seedling is uh, seen by many as both a rising promotion with promise, especially given their new crop of rookies that they recently started debuting, as well as probably one of the most controversial, if not the most controversial Joshi promotion because of the stardom incident. Uh, this episode isn't really meant to sway you one way or the other. It was more of meant to, obviously, as most of my episodes are, as an introductory to the promotion itself. Uh, it's You can sort of take what you will from it. Um, but if any of this has interested you in any way, uh, some of their matches are a bit harder to find than most of the people I mentioned. You're probably going to have to ask around, as most people have been trying to sort of record their bigger shows. So I suggest just maybe asking around in like the subreddits or, or Discord servers or Twitter to sort of get some of them. So some people definitely do have them. Uh, I can recommend uh, a few places, mainly the Stardom Joshi subreddit themselves. Probably a few people there that could, could help you with that. Um, but with that, I will. this will conclude this episode of the Big Egg Joshi podcast. Join me next week as I cover Mako Satamora's promotion, Sendai Girls. So until then... I have been Kay, and remember, enjoy Joshi Pro Wrestling.